Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 153. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, I'm here, and I'm ready. We have the Tony Cats. Uh, I am also here and ready. Let's see how this goes. Josefina. A.K.A. Wrecking Ball. There he is. He's, he's back in studio. You may uh, remember his voice from uh, some of the best of 2019. Um, and maybe the last episode you listened to. And he was the on the sports episode. podcast, which uh, I've been idle from for past, the past couple of episodes. Uh, I don't talk a whole lot of football, so I'll be back for basketball. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and uh, share with a friend or two, because that's uh, how this crazy train travels. No matter where that con- the friend lives, what country they're in. Yeah, we've uh, been noticing a lot of uh, listeners abroad, uh, talking Russia, Italy, Yemen, the whole deal. Syria, yep. not actually Syria, Saudi Arabia, though. Yeah, that's uh, one. Yeah. Um, France, the whole deal. So, uh, welcome in, uh, bonjour, the whole spectrum of hellos to you all. But yes, this is episode 153, and let's just dive right on in. And uh, let's just talk it up first with uh, Academy Awards, Oscars. All right. The noms came out. Was that Monday that they came out? That sounds right. So just a few days ago, as we're uh, as you're hearing this now, um, these are the ones that kind of matter for everybody compared to the foreign press ones. Not as many people care. Uh, let's just start off with, let's do, how far back do you guys want to look at? You want to do Best Supporting Actress, yeah, Actor? Yeah, I, I think all the acting categories. Yeah, definitely like Best Supporting, Best Actor, Best Picture. All right, picture. let's do it. So with Supporting Actor, we have Tom Hanks for Mr. Rogers, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It's actually the same people from the uh, Golden Globes. Oh, that it's, is it's identical? literally, the category is identical, I believe. Well, plagiarism, we'll right? Yeah, yeah, they cheated. But some severe plagiarism. All right, well, then Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, Al Pacino, The Irishman, Joe Pesci, The Irishman, and Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Absolutely stacked category. And, yeah, uh, Brad Pitt did win this. That he did. Is, so. That's yeah. a great category. So basically, that's a good point, though. Andy. Like, so all those like, guys have won other Oscars. If he for the Golden Globes, is it like a shoe-in that, okay, he's going to get this Oscar, too? Not necessarily, or? but I'm just saying that the actors in that, I think they've all won Best Actor. Oh, no. Or Pesci's never won well, Best he, Actor because he he's never been a lead. Goodfellas, yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, obviously, Tom Hanks is, has, Anthony Hopkins has, Pacino mm-hmm. has. It's like, what yeah. did Anthony Hopkins win it for? Hannibal? Hannibal. Uh, yeah. Science of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. Damn. Great stuff. Yeah. It was a very, very small did, role. What Tom Hanks win it for? Forrest Gump? Um, Castaway? Yeah, I don't know. Forrest Gump? Philadelphia? Something. He, I, I know he's won. He has to have won. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. He just won that Best Lifetime or whatever. Yes, he did. Best Lifetime, that's what they call it. Best Lifetime of all the lifetimes. <laughs> no one's done it better. He beat out Jesus yeah. just by a little bit. <laughs> Close call. Definitely longer lifetime than Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's true. So he ended up two consecutive Oscars, Philadelphia and Forrest Gump. All right. Okay. Forrest Gump's one of my favorite movies of all uh, time. Forrest Gump's got to be one of the best acting jobs, too, ever. Yeah, that's a phenomenal movie. Haley Joe Osment kickstarted his career right there. Yeah. All right, Best yeah. Supporting Actress, Kathy Bates Laura for uh, Richard Jewell. Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. Florence Pugh, Little Women. Did I say that right? Yeah. Very good. So. And Margot Robbie for Bombshell. I still, think this is also the same as the Golden Globes. Is it? I still want to see Bombshell. I haven't seen that. Or Jojo Rabbit. I want to see that too. Yeah. Um, all right. Next, uh, Best Actor. Antonio Banderas. Pain and Glory. 
I don't know anything about that one. Spanish movie. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker. Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Good category again. I don't think Leo has a shot. Yeah, he uh, he did win. Um, no, he didn't win. He was nominated. Two years ago. Well, he was nominated for the best comedy actor in the Golden Globes. They didn't even win that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much of a chance. So so kind of surprising. So he beat out um, the Elton John guy who won best Yeah, that's actor. kind of bullshit. I think he should have oh. had that spot. Yeah. I mean, he, think about it. He did such a better job. Rami Malek did a great job, but he didn't sing. Yeah. This dude sung. Yeah. Leo ain't got a shot without with Joaquin Phoenix. I think, I think I see. Yeah, yeah it's going to go to Joaquin. There's no, there's no what, question. What are we even talking about? It's yeah. going uh, I mean, the Joker, Joker did get the most nominations of any movie, which is kind of surprising. But 11. It yeah. had a lot of you know moving parts that were, that were really good in that. So Still haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's spectacular. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Best Actress goes uh, Cynthia Erivo, Harriet. Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. That movie must be very good. Marriage uh, Story. It's on my list. Okay. Uh, Sersha Ronan. Like yeah. we got that right that time. Don't you love it? Uh, Charlie Theron, Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. And uh, she won the Golden Globe. So yeah, and yeah. Someone was telling me they watched that movie and said she was like very good. Really, as Judy Garland. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting because I don't really know anything about Judy Garland after. No one does. Wizard of Oz. After I know she got back from Oz. Yeah. Yeah, no I know. Really I knows. know there was some you know rough stuff there. So. I thought she. I honestly thought she was always one of those actresses that died in like her twenties, but I didn't realize she made it to like her forties. I think or fifties. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about her. Honestly, I know there was yeah. definitely drugs in the past, but I mean there had to be drugs when you go hang out with a Tin Man, a Scarecrow, and a Lion. Yeah, man. how do you think you got there? Well, I know she made she made like the original A Star Is Born, so you know that stuff had problems. Oh, that's based on a true story. No, no, I mean like she was the in first movie. The movie. Oh, so she was the Lady Gaga character. Oh, she sing yeah. Over the Rainbow. I Probably. Not, I fucking hate that song. Yeah, it's a good movie. Not the song though. <laughs> I oh I honestly let's move on. I yeah. honestly like the thought of that song bugs this shit out of me. All right, and uh, best director we have Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips Joker, Sam Mendes 1917, Quentin Tarantino Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon Ho Parasite. No one's ever seen Parasite. I don't know how anyone's. I, even I do want to see it because I've actually seen. Is his... it a full length film? Yeah. Okay. It's just it's a Korean movie and it's in subtitles. But he made he made a movie in English called Snowpiercer that I really liked. Hmm. It, was, it was an action. Is that movie. a double low seven movie? No, no, it's oh. it's Chris Evans on a train and he's got to fight his way up the train and it's basically like he starts it with the poor people and as he works his way up through like this the is middle like class about the subway system. Sounds yeah, like Captain America. It's got a lot. Of, <laughs> it's got a lot of um, let me say metaphor in it. Well, as uh, he's a Korean, so I mean they have pretty good subways over there, right? Or is that Japan. This is like a real train, not a subway. Oh. Uh, basically, the world ended because of global warning, warming, so all of humanity lives on a train that just goes around in a circle around the world. What is this, the Coors Light commercial? <laughs> Sounds almost as <laughs> fucked up as the Truman Show. It's, I mean, it's, it's actually it's a really good movie. <laughs> Why do they live on a train? <laughs> around. Because, yeah. so We're basically, everyone gets Coors Light. the opposite of global warming happened. It went too cold, and so, so they have the to train f- is heated, and it's like self-powered. And it just keeps going. So people work on this train. (laughs) It sounds so stupid. It's cool. Is it? Yeah. Well, the world is cool in this scenario. All right. Well, very interesting. Good for that guy. I mean, no one's ever heard of him until now. I mean, the Golden Globes don't... Not everybody cares. This Uh, He might win. 
That'd be crazy. He had a did. translator. It was like I thought it was yeah. Engine Rio just got taken out of the game. Yeah, it's pretty call good. Call his friend up. All right, the moment we've been waiting for: best picture, Ford versus Ferrari. Loved it. The Irishman loved it. Jojo Rabbit want to see it. Joker loved it. Little Women. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's probably good. I'm sure it is. Uh, marriage Story. You can't escape this movie. 1917. I will talk about it at the end. Stay tuned. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Parasite. Crazy. It just, it's like, what? One Korean movie made it onto this also? It's insane. It's Did very you get the impressive. Shape of Water? That was a few years ago. <laughs> Put it on again. Yeah. <laughs> Did that, that one, though, right? Didn't it beat out like Moonlight Graham or something? Yeah. yeah. Or whatever it was called? It was just called Moonlight. But that Moonlight won. That was the year before. I think Moonlight Graham is from Field of Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> They will come. <laughs> okay. Joe really liked that. This <laughs> is, is the doctor guy. The old man. Yeah. So, okay, anyways, I, I picked 1917. Um, to win? When we did our predictions earlier. Oh, that's right. So I'm, I'm stick with it. And it won the Golden Globes. So. Yeah, I'll say this Ooh, about 1917 right now, just because we're on that topic, and I, we haven't gone far down enough to see uh, Best Cinematography. I think that wins. Yeah. I don't even know what's in that column or category, but that was exceptional. It was great, and you could just tell right off the bat, like, this is a movie for these It's going to win some of the technical stuff. Oh, for sure. Okay, um, should we move out of Oscars? Any last things to talk about for Oscars? No. All right. Um, We have a quick thing before Andy gets into CES. Uh, People are triggered because uh, an actor by the name of Vince Vaughn Shook hands with Donald Trump at a football game. People are pissed. Yeah. Did he sit with him the entire game or something? Or? I think he was in the box. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't know how that works, but it always seems like um, like Trump always has the, the Melania buffer. Like, I don't know if it's like it helps them or something. I don't know. But like, I think what do you mean like, by the Melania buffer? She, I think she was in between them. Yeah. So it's always, I think he always like, no, no, no. If anyone famous sits, they have to sit on the other side of her. I don't know. It seems Maybe it's like a Dewey Cox thing. Or not Dewey Cox. Uh, Dickie Roberts like he thing. Wanna, he doesn't want to talk to anybody? I don't know what it is. He doesn't like to be touched. Yeah. <laughs> Neither does the Pope, unless yeah. it's a child. I learned that in a video. Whoa. It's uh, pretty funny, actually. There's yeah. a video of the Pope like sh- sh- reaching his hand out, and he's only touching children, and then some Asian lady grabs him, and he like, slaps her hand. Or I don't know. It's pretty funny. Interesting. I think... It, it, I think about it. You think, do you think Trump's ever watched a Vince Vaughn movie? Oh, he's probably a big wedding crasher. So. Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I could see him being one. I feel like yeah. he's probably the last movie he watched was Home Alone Two because he was in yeah. it. Yeah, let's all remember Vin- this guy had a life before he became a president. I'm sure you I know, know but he was always not a famous ha- weirdo. Yeah, like, but yeah, no one ever like really hated him until he became a president. It's like you know he was probably a guy that you could kick back and have a. I mean, Rosie O'Donnell hated him. Well, Rosie O'Donnell hates herself, <laughs> and that, therefore she can't ha- like anybody else. Ugh. that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd she play in the Flintstones? Uh, Betty? Yeah. What a disgrace good, good to Betty. Call it. <laughs> it's a deep hole. Uh, but yeah, I don't... I mean, who cares? He shook a... He- he- you, you, Andy, you, you don't like that guy, right? You're in what? a building with him. Are you going to shake his hand? Are you going to say hi to him? Or are you going to throw an egg at him? Donald Trump, I'm not going to throw an egg, but I'm not going to say hi. <laughs> eh. Most powerful man in the world. Him? What if he went up to you and said, Andy? I'm one <laughs> That'd of the- be amazing. <laughs> 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 Love the podcast. <laughs> I'm one of the biggest... Clipper fans, and you guys don't realize that you made peace in Yemen. <laughs> you guys are listening. <laughs> we su- I don't want to say support. But we, we like your listens. <laughs> yeah, we do like your listens. Um, so 
it's it's not like a secret that Vince Vaughn is. Um, I don't even know if say he's a Republican, but he's conservative. He's talked about it before, and it's like, why do you guys now get on it? But like, do you not know about John Voight or him? Yeah, he bites people. Did you uh, say John Wick? No. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Trump gave John Voight a medal, and it's a hilarious video. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Hmm. John Voight starts dancing. Like, he calls him up, and he gets up and starts doing, like, an old guy dance. What? <laughs> this is real life. I have to watch that. It happened about three months ago. No way. What else is... What's John Voight in? Because I know the name. I can't think of it. I mean, I think he even said, like, Deliverance. That was, like, way back when. Yeah, he's in some deep movies. National uh, Treasure. He's in an Enemy of the State. Yeah. I love that movie with Will Smith. He's probably Gene most Hackman. famous for being a father, so... Who's his daughter? Angelina Jolie? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's silly that, I mean, and most of this shit's probably bullshit. It's probably fake articles. Also, let's say, let's just triggered. be honest. Vince Vaughn's career was kind of over anyways. So yeah. Is he doing anything so, anymore? This is not going to like, it's not like no, making another Will Ferrell's going to be like, you can't be in my movies anymore. Vince Vaughn's a pretty normal guy, I think, too, because I had a uh, an Uber driver tell me one time that he's picked up Vince Vaughn before yeah. in L.A. So, I mean, he, I mean, he Ubers, he shakes the president's hand. You he know, needs to Uber more because he just got a DUI. That's what I was going to say. Maybe that's why he was Ubering. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, the guy, also, I don't know what it is about Vince Vaughn. Like, I love him in his movies, but he seems like in real life he's an asshole. And I don't know if that's, like, true, if any of you guys he's know. He's tall. Jackass. But he just looks like he's always unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. I like, it's kind of like a fake smile going around. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck you, buddy. I could see that. I think he's yeah, Polish his, though, his, so his it's kind of funny. I think so. I was watching the movie that he had. But then with it's Jennifer like Aniston. it's hard to believe somebody who can play such a funny character in like most of his movies could be not a fun guy in real life. Like yeah. I literally think Seth Rogen always plays himself. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> same with James Franco. <laughs> That's when it's on my list. Spider Man. I mean, by Spider Man, I mean like the Green Goblin's son. Yeah, he has a Green yeah. Goblin. Uh, I, I do want to see. Like, it doesn't seem like he's done anything with um, Favreau in a long time. And like Favreau is well, so Favreau's doing good stuff though is why. Well, he's so into the Disney stuff. Like he can't be associated with him anymore now. So is that friendship dead? Who knows? I think Favreau's just engulfed within. I mean, why wasn't so, Vince Vaughn in the Mandalorian? Uh, right. Maybe he was. And they went to Vegas in it. That would be good. Uh, he Vaughn has seven projects upcoming. Yeah, but nothing's like real. Like uh, Arkansas <laughs> could be the new Nebraska. He's in Arkansas, and that has John Malkovich. He is doing okay. fine. And a Hemsworth. Malkovich does a lot. So, Mr. Big Fancy Donator Hemsworth? I, I don't. What? Um, Thor? Well, are we done with Vince Vaughn here? Yeah. Uh, okay, Andy, take it away. This is uh, your passion project. You're fresh off of a uh, Southwest flight from CES. Yeah, I was just in Vegas for the last week, even though I definitely recorded a podcast here. Um, we yeah, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, a big uh, trade show for different electronic devices. Um, so I want to talk about some of the things that were there. Uh, 8K TVs were everywhere. Gay. So we just now moved to 4K, and they already got 8K. Jeez, fuck, five, six, and seven. Huh? Yeah, that's how it works. You got a double or nothing. That's how it works. Someone's uh, going to be really like go over the edge. This is the 4800K. Yeah. Yeah. You're so, there. I did see. Was it Samsung kind of stole the show with their like bezel-less display on an, like an eighty-eight inch? Yeah, there's a lot of different types. There's a motorized TV that like moves. Why? So I, yeah, exactly. A lot, a lot of CES is why. Well, it's That's just like it, you know, car shows are concept cars that yeah. are never going to be made. Like some tech billionaire is going to yeah. have this in his you know loft in downtown San Jose that he doesn't even live. So at. I mean, sometimes it goes into other applications. I think the like the roll-up TV. That tech obviously is now in foldable phones, that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, but yeah, AK TVs are kind of dumb because 
it's just not worth it. The, the, the screen has to be so big, and you have to sit close enough to actually tell a difference between 4K and 8K. That it's like, what? What are? And nothing's going to be in 8K. Like movies aren't well, shot in 8K. At the time, everyone said 4K TVs were pointless too when they first came out. Um, but I do For a lot of the same reasons. I but. do agree with you on this. Uh, don't get me wrong, but I think it's also just a, a dick measuring contest. Yeah, yeah. It's like and there's no reason who not. can have the higher lifted yeah. truck. There's no reason not to do it if you can make it. They're like the newest, trendiest electronics people trying to get that. Because they're also off of the, the interesting thing is when 4K first came out, it was way way more than like a regular HD. These are actually going to be priced in line with high end 4K TVs. So oh well, that's good. Yeah. So 4K is done. It's not done. Well, I mean, if you can get an no. 8K TV for the same price for the like high end ones, so you know, there's like ten thousand TV, ten thousand dollar TVs. Okay. So I thought you meant like you can get no, one for like your you know, four hundred and seventy nine dollars. No, no, no. Okay. Um, Weber Connect. So what? smart grills. Oh, I did see this. Uh, did you tweet this? Yeah. You did. I saw that. Yeah. I'm, I'm tweeting what a lot about brands, and I keep yeah. liking it. Take it? underscore Tony's for our Twitter. Andy blows it up. So it's uh it's going to be like an app plus a device that you put into your Weber grill, and it'll give you like recipes, and you're like, okay, I'm doing burgers. And then it'll send your phone, okay, go to go flip it and all that kind of stuff. Hey, anything to make a grilling experience a little more pleasant? Yeah. And your food that much better? I'm in. Because a lot of like the smart things are kind of dumb. Like I don't really need Wi-Fi enabled. Uh, Toasters. La- you know, laundry or whatever. But yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll look into this. Yeah, yeah. that sounds cool to me. I would definitely buy that. Yeah. Do you know Impossible Burgers? Have you had one? No. Well, they're then the you should be excited bullshit. for Impossible Pork. No, I'm not. So Impossible Burgers, <laughs> it's beef. Um, I that- can eat pork. Why wouldn't I? Vegan reasons. I'm not a vegan. Okay, well, some people are. I don't even know what that means. You just so eat it's, plants? It's plant-based meat. No. So it's not But I'm vegan. saying the whole a vegan, they just eat thing. plants? Yeah. They okay, don't I'm not products. a turtle. How the hell does it turn into like an actual... It looks like a burger patty. Yeah, it's through science. Okay, so like, science. how how is it like the same texture and color and... Through science, they they you they make color they get the right anything. mix of vegetables and other shit to make it seem like it's actually ground beef. No, I hear it's ten percent bamboo. Is that true? I don't know. Actually. I don't get the point of actually calling it like false meat then, because yeah, because it, it's in the shape of a patty and has flavor okay. like it. It's it's pretty cool how they do it. Okay, it's actually um, just a sponge with fl- would you make the transition? Flavoring. Is if it's I, that I've good. I've, def- I've had I've had like five in my life. Andy's already transitioning. No, I I bought them. You can buy them in packages. Okay. Um. They're pretty good, but now they're introducing impossible pork so, to make like ground pork and Taco Bell had it, Burger yeah. King had them. May yeah. still, I don't, I don't know, I don't care, uh, but neat, I guess. Yeah. Uh, another cool product I saw, Y brush. What? Say that again. Y brush. It's a toothbrush that's basically like a mouthpiece. Oh, you and put it, it in single brush, like and you it just put it all in, your teeth in like a mouth seconds. guard. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah. I'll buy that as yeah. well. It's I like seven hundred dollars. Add it to the list. How much is it? Seven hundred dollars. I saw like one of those. I don't know, but you can swap them. I don't know. See, the thing that I hate about all these damn trade shows and like the obvious overall big picture is like obviously technology is taking over like you know the world, but the luxury of having techno technical things is a little slowing us down physical. Yeah, you know. Oh, one of the other things that got announced at CES. Was a Segway that you just sit down in, 
And there were fucking a million Wally jokes. I'm like, I'm going to do a Wally joke. And then everyone in the fucking world did a Wally joke. Yeah, dude. A once segway, they start doing segways. That, yeah. Like a little car. You remember segways? They're like yeah, but the I'm, hoverboard. I'm, I'm, a, but one with a, down a seat. In. And you just lean forward and it goes. So it's a hover around. Well, yeah. yeah. It's like the, the like in Wally. Wally. Okay. Yeah. Where they're like just floating around because they're just fucking lazy and then all of them are fat. And it's just terrible. I remember that now. Okay. So I was yeah, thinking the already, actual robot for a second. No, it's, so it's coming out. That's, yeah. So Joe's just right. Yes. People movers. <laughs> nuts, dude. Uh, and then uh, the last thing I have here, um, just to warn the audience, it sounds like one of our members, something called Dabby. Not like Dabby. Dabby. It is a D A B B Y. It's a new. It's a new platform. Um, I had this idea, and I was <laughs> and like, "Why for does... sugar dads?" <laughs> I don't know why it's called that, but it is basically. So it's gonna be. It's hardware too, but it's like a tablet, and you then hook the other side in your TV, and it it's every streaming platform in one and it manages all your accounts so the app you can actually look in okay here's my netflix you can slide it be like turn off you know unsubscribe from netflix and you just do it on your app and now netflix will unsubscribe and it'll show you so all your active and inactive subscriptions and it's all managed there and you just need to open your dabby i guess and and be like i want to watch this movie and it no it doesn't you don't have to go into disney plus or Hulu I mean, or whatever kind of so. apple tv not you can't do the unsubscribe so easy, but you can yeah. just tell your remote, play, uh, you know, yeah, John Wick three, Joe. yeah, and it'll open it up. If you if it's not streamable on any of your stuff, you can rent it from iTunes, but otherwise, like it's on HBO right now, it'll just yeah. say play. So so I mean, yeah, I mean that's kind of already it's the a thing. next step into going into but your yeah. Own I, house. I do like for some people who have you know eight subscription services, you just easily unsubscribe. Yeah. But I think it's pointless to have multiple. I don't. I mean, is that expensive? Don't say it's more than forty nine bucks. Oh, it's more. I think it's like two hundred bucks. But it's a tablet. It's a tablet. So it's also it's like a like think of like a Fire Stick or something, but also with a tablet. That that's how you the app goes on. It's like a I'm universal out. remote control. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It sounds too. So out of like, all the things yeah. that you went at to show, what was the coolest thing? Yeah. What was your favorite? The grill. Yeah, obviously yeah. the grill. Obviously, that's a given. Everyone knew that. The cool thing about the grill is, like, I like it how you still have to cook it. Like, if well, they it, were to make it, that transition, then it would be like you. They will cook it. But you want like yeah, a but, waffle body. But it basically cool, measures. Fitty, fitty. It measures the temps. So you're like, okay, yeah. I want to. I want to cook a medium rare steak. It yeah. knows how hot your grill is and will tell you how long to cook that's it. Bad. So it's obviously like a that. gas grill. It you can't I think do it that with charcoal, both. right? I think it can. Really? Yeah. How would they monitor the temperature of? It's a sensor in the thing. You, but it's I mean, basically, like it's like a little it. thing that goes into the grill, then a piece outside the grill, and then that actually sinks goes to your phone. It's pretty fancy. So, yeah. How much is that grill? Two thousand dollars. <laughs> a lot of this stuff is, you know, fake. Not fake, but not out. Well, yeah, it's out for Sultans. And, yeah. Yeah. They okay. didn't have any robotic. Cats or dogs? Oh, yes, they did. Of course, these Fuck are my yeah. favorite things. Hell like yeah. Twenty years ago, also, yeah, they've I was been. Say I had a robo dog when yeah. I was like six. Well, no, like actually, like robot. On on one this robo dog, Tony yeah, yeah. takes was, a shit. No, on one of the things I read, it said, "Oh, this robot dog is the best one of all time." I was like, "Oh, I don't care." There's also obviously there's like robot people. I was gonna say I want a robot woman with yeah, like triple exists. D's. Um, <laughs> wow. There was a, there's a controversy that had to do with um someone brought like a new sex toy there and then they actually banned them and then they kicked you and out and there was a backlash and they're like actually we should allow the sex toy and now they do allow the sex toy there <laughs> segway dildo yeah <laughs> mac from uh, always sunny would like yeah. that it just makes its rounds automatically like a fucking roomba just cruises through like a sorority house <laughs> Shh. 
All right. Well, uh, should we move on from CES? Yeah. All right. You have a a couple of new passion projects to talk about. Uh, Directors leaving projects. What's going on with uh, Doctor Strange? Yeah. So uh, I talked about it a bit when Marvel announced their new slate of films. Uh, the new Doctor Strange is supposed to be kind of more of a horror movie, oh. which sounded interesting because the director of Doctor Strange is a horror film director. He did Sinister and some other things. Um, well, the movie is set to release sometime next year, and now the director left. And it sounds like some sort of creative differences that he wasn't going to be able to make the movie he really wanted to make. And now I don't know what that means. I was excited about this, but... Kind of seems like Marvel just wants to make the same movie over and over, and they don't want people to go straight too far. Yeah, it, it sounded like he said like he you needed this, and they're like, well, you got to stick to the schedule. It That's ap- more important it, than anything is the schedule. It appears that you know their algorithm right now is working. Yeah, the schedule obviously, according you know, looking at Star Wars is the second most important thing, other than that little uh, you know script or algorithm. Yeah. Otherwise, everything else you want. So it's like this movie's got to come out. May 2021. So if you're saying the movie you want to make won't be able to be made that then, then we're not making that movie. And yeah. That's point. annoying. Yeah. You should be able to make the movie you want. And I understand them for him leaving. Mm-hmm. And uh, in other superhero news, there was a trailer for Morbius. It's the uh, the role of a lifetime for Jared Leto. He's like a scientist. He becomes a vampire. That Suicide Squad was. This is the new role of a lifetime for okay. Jared Leto. Um. You should try singing. I think he'd be good at it. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he would be okay. So again, essentially, this is some sort of uh, vampire that Spider-Man knows. Why? So that's cool. Why does Spider-Man know I don't know. know Comics him? are fucking weird. So is he a good vampire? I think he's kind of a, a neutral vampire. Like oh, maybe, like they're cool. Yeah, you know, he's got a but... feed, but he'll sometimes do things for good people because he's kind of a good guy, but you know, he's still he's good. I feel like that's what Can't... we do in the shadows, vampires. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't put him in a cage. Um, something that was fascinating at the end of this very last scene of the trailer, he's doing something, and out pops pops out Michael Keaton. And they're like, wait, Uh-oh. if this vampire knows Spider-Man, is this the Third Michael Man? Keaton from Spider-Man? Or the Michael Keaton from Batman? Or different Michael Batman. Batman. A different comic, huh? I don't know. Who even knows anymore? Because yeah. Or the Michael Keaton this from is Mr. A, Mom. This is a Sony movie, not a Marvel movie. Oh, but I've it, heard people are watching a, us on their Sony Spider-Man, Spider-Man drifts between both. I don't know how he does it, but he, he's a, he's a Sony man and a Marvel man. Can be and, both. Yeah, but get traded. Michael man. Keaton was in the Marvel Spider-Man movie, so that's why it gets confusing. Yeah, I can't. Keep Th- this up. is this has been you know a question that's been keeping people up these last two days. <laughs> yeah, me me They're for sure. Pouring through the trailers, like, is that really Michael Keaton? And like, he's wearing the same outfit. Well, at this point, couldn't like, just shit. solve it pretty quickly by going to IMDb. They didn't release his character name. When does this movie come out? I think this summer, June or something. Ooh. Excited. For no, summer. no word whether Tom Hardy appears as Venom. You know what? That's a new thing opening up this summer too at Disneyland is uh, Marvel Land. Oh, yeah. Ooh, starring and Michael Keaton's cutting the ribbon. Hopefully, <laughs> I just Michael Keaton do more things. You know, we. Like what was him. the last thing he's in? Like Birdman. Jack Frost. It's <laughs> <laughs> been a while for Joe. Uh, he was in The Founder. I'm sure he's been in stuff oh, that's more recently McDonald's. than that. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. Good movie, though. Batman. Definitely Batman. Was and Birdman after The Founder? I feel like it was. I think no. it was before. I think it was, was before. It? Oh, yeah. Hmm. 
I think Spider-Man is actually more recent. Yeah, that'd be his most recent, right? Oh, I, yeah. I feel like he was in a comedy very recently. Look Let's who's see. talking five. Spider-Man Homecoming 2017. Oh, Dumbo. Of course. And his favorite movie. 2019. There it is. That's his most recent movie. Brushes his teeth watching Dumbo, right, yeah. Andy? Uh, Joe, you were close. Jack Frost was 98. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> All right. Classic movie that no one liked. Um, well, we'll look forward to that movie nonetheless. Uh, shall we move on to uh, some box office numbers? All right, let's go. All right, well, before we do, that uh, moment was brought by brought to you by our sponsor, Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is simple and easy, and it works with your dog's current collar or harness. For a limited time, the Tony's Take listener can get 25% off and free shipping when you plug in promo code... Tony. That is... T-O-N-Y. Head to simpledoggy.com, that's two G's, and plug in Tony for 25% off and free shipping. You won't regret it. I said that weird. All right. We have uh, some good box office number talk here. 1917 leading the way at 90% fresh, doing 37 million even. All that money they paid off the uh, for the foreign press people. Yeah. Worked for them. Yeah. You're doing right. I saw it. Do uh, add that into uh, what we've been watching at the yeah. end, and I feel like Off-Road Andy probably saw it as well. Uh, next uh, in line was Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Did another $15.3 million. Never ending for that. I think it crossed a billion worldwide, but it's actually still well under the last two movies. So It's, yeah. all, it's hard to say a billion dollars is disappointing, but it is. Mickey Mouse is going to be pissed. Yeah, you know what? At the end of the day, Disney, you need to stop. Yeah. You can only make so much money. It's it's. it's well, also fair. they're putting a lot of money into creating these films as well. So I'm who told sure them they needed to do cheap. that? Yeah, Tony will like this. Uh, Paranormal Activity is one of the most successful movies of all time because mm-hmm. they spent four dollars making it. Yeah, they have the biggest profit of all time. Biggest they had profit. like I think they had like a ten or fifteen thousand dollar budget and made like one hundred ninety million. Yeah, so you don't need to spend all of that coin. Yeah, to get of all of that coin back. You might need to for some plots, but. All right, Jumanji, the next level. Of course, that movie had no budget. $14 million. I'm obviously uh, kidding, guys. Danny DeVito's trailer, really expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like a Boss did $10 million in its uh, opening weekend, and it's 20% rotten. I don't know yeah. if we covered that. I, I want to say I thought we played the game last week, but I don't have numbers written down. I think we played the game on a movie that's coming out like a long time from now. Yeah, but where is it? I don't know. And I don't think we wrote it down. I think okay, we all just yeah. did it because it was like four weeks away. Um, where were we? Uh, Just Mercy did nine point eight. Little Women seven point eight. Underwater seven million dollar flop. Frozen two did six. Knives Out staying up there, and Spies in Disguise did five point three million dollars. Pretty good. Oh, speaking of Knives Out, that's kind of disappointing they didn't get a Best Picture nomination. In, yeah, in my mind. They, that movie was really good. I think they have eight, and they could go up to ten. So. They could have nominated it. Mm-hmm. Could have, would have, should have. Should pen a letter. Yeah. How would. many does Kobe have this year? Four. Um, yeah, had the entire <laughs> short uh, foreign film is Kobe. <laughs> One of them just making scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah. It's a short film. <laughs> How <laughs> Kobe flips his sunny side <laughs> up. <laughs> just brilliant. The Academy loves it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have some movies opening up this week. Andy, I am sorry to say, do little. Got a thirteen percent. It looked. Like, did, is that what we did? 
Maybe not. I don't it know. may have been. I also changed my notes for the new year, so it yeah. might be in my notes for last year. Um, I haven't gone back to look. Uh, but, yeah, it doesn't look very good. It definitely looks like it's for a child. And uh, I think when I first saw the trailer, like, this doesn't look good. Downey Jr. may have relapsed, uh, is what this might uh, be. It seems weird. He hasn't done, like, any non-Iron Man stuff in a long time, and this is the thing he did. Yeah, kind of weird. Yeah. If he has kids, he's got it, right? So that's what this is for? I don't know. It's one of those movies. Um, okay. Uh, weathering with you. 96%. Believe a documentary. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, and then a couple more. Uh Intrigo, Death of an Author, no score, and Disturbing the Peace, no score. Uh, of course, I left the best movie for last. Bad Boys for Life. Now, I don't know if you guys are aware of the score. There is one, oh. so we're not going to play the game. But I would be, I'm very curious to know what you guys thought the score would be for this. Because I had mixed emotions about this. I was like, well... It's 20 years later. Granted, I didn't know that. Well, I'm sure I did, and I forgot. Both of these movies, uh, Bad Boys 1 and 2, are on Netflix right now. So I've been watching yeah. number two. Bad Boys 1 is 1995. Oh, yeah. That's real old. Bad Boys <clears throat> 2, nine, or 2003. Oh. So that's a pretty good gap right there. Yeah. Um, not as great a gap as, you know. What 1 to 3. Yeah, what yeah, we're coming up to right now. Years. So honestly, I was kind of expecting like a, a 44 or like a... 68. I don't think the original movies got good ratings either. I think, yeah. I looked them up and I forgot. I think they were okay. I think these movies have a really like good fan base, so they're going to watch them like I will. Oh, yeah. It's going to pull in money, but the critics critics are going to, there's no cravats on any of these people, and they're not going to like it, most likely. That's what you would think. Uh, But I'm curious. So let's just go around. The way you're talking makes me sound like it got like higher than 75. I'm not trying to give anything away. Is that your number? Uh, yeah. What do you guys think <laughs> it would get? I'll say 81%. Okay. Off-road, Andy? Oh, I know. I already, I already saw it. Okay. Okay. Wrecking ball. I'm going to go I'm gonna go 89. Oh. All right. So it is fresh at 78. Shit. That's my football number. I fucking should have picked it. And uh, 54 reviews. Well, so that's obviously a good sign then. 15 years later and it's... Oh yeah, better reviews than most. Also, so, they're very popular too. But the popularity doesn't have much to do with it because it depends on like what the critic, how well the critics think the movie is. Yeah. So let me tell you, Bad Boys One got a forty-five percent. Bad Boys Two, which I think is a better movie, I do too. Twenty-three percent. Okay, well, fuck. So the critics are stupid. Yep. But also, here though, is the thing that I—how th- many of those critics are still alive? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we talked about said. this before. <laughs> uh, here are my questions, and Andy, I hope you can put this to rest for me. This is directed by Edel L. Arby and Bilal Falah. Yeah. <laughs> they slinging out falafels after well, For two? one, where is Michael Bay? It was uh, disappointing to me that Michael Bay didn't want to do this, especially because it's kind of been like in process for a while, and I guess it didn't go forward with Michael Bay. Um, He's too busy making Transformers 81. From a critical standpoint, these guys made the best Bad Boys movie, so... Maybe if we had Michael Bay back, it wouldn't have been touche. But I don't know. It just but, Bad I Boys mean, Two had some great Michael Bay in it. It was a perfect movie for him. Like to that do. high the, the chase is it's just with the it's bow. Amazing. Hold on, think about it from that person who's driving that Yukon, towing this you know mega boat. How pissed would you be? Yeah. Obviously, you're wealthy enough to, and you probably have good insurance on it. But come on, I'd be I'd be livid, livid. 
Uh, but these guys haven't directed anything. How did they get this? The only movie this guy directed is Gangsta. It doesn't have a um, score. It so a lot of times these people are like second unit directors and that kind of stuff. So they're like, okay. it's like when the assistant coach gets promoted. So, oh, they, I mean, if you when you're making a big action movie like this, you probably want someone who actually worked on a big action movie rather than someone who worked on a small indie. And okay, then, so maybe he was already on these other two, even. Yeah, probably or, not. Or but worked for some other. You okay, know, you know, with that's John Wick a good or point. Uh, I just when I saw that before the score came out, I was nervous. I was like, "Well, who financed this movie for one?" And this is like, my yeah. nephew wants to do this. You're doing it, or we're, we're pulling our you know, hundred million dollars. Yeah. So I mean, that the example I'd say is like John Wick, the director of that those movies was like the Wrecking the, Ball, right? He was like the stunt coordinator on the Matrix and a bunch of other. That's stuff. right. Yeah. Like, okay, he wasn't a film director, but he. This is the guy you want making this movie. You yeah. speak highly of Bubba Yeager. Yeah, I do. He knows his name. I do. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so I'm a... Oh, and it's at 76 now. It dropped two points. Um, I'm excited to see it. I love those movies. They're wildly entertaining. Yeah. But yeah, um, I do like the second one. I was more. thinking about that. Will Smith's... It's like kind of a comeback. I mean, it's not a lot of good movies, but it's a lot well, of he movies he's done. he made that shit police movie for Netflix. Did that one? And then the Aladdin? movie with his son... I think that one's really old. It's not that. It's within 10 years. Yeah. I'm talking about like just recently. Oh. Shit movie for Netflix. <laughs> like just, just recently. Yeah, he's that had was a Aladdin, terrible movie. Aladdin, the one where he has the younger self. Yeah. This, Gemini. This uh, one where he's a bird, the cartoon. What? Uh, I think that was a dream. The Spies had. one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's in Spies in Disguise. Yeah. And then uh, this movie. And it's like, that's all. The spies in Disguise is 75%. It's probably not bad. I like animated movies. for children. Yeah. Is it a Disney movie? That's probably DreamWorks or something. Hmm. Shrek has a cameo. I don't know. They don't own D- DreamWorks yet? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, he hasn't made a whole lot of amazing shit. I mean... And he still hasn't. I mean, maybe this is probably the best one. But uh, it's good to see him. I think his comeback came with Suicide Squad, where it's like, yeah, I'll do a big budget movie. You're like, what? what Even though that movie sucked, it's like, it's good to have him back. We want you there. What about Martin Lawrence? Then he come make a, another Blue Streak? No. I love that movie. Me too. Probably Big Mama's house. He's high. I rip your tongue out. Lick my balls with it. Sock it down, baby. (laughs) Blue Streak is so good. Blue Streak is good. I don't want to leave it with Shamu over there. That's a movie I need to watch again sometime in the near future. It's been a long time. Luke Wilson. Oh, Dave Chappelle. That's a great one. Uh, And also the guy from The Mask, I believe, is in it. The villain. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. He kind of like went away. Yeah, hey, Dimitri, the, uh, the other like cop guy is still in stuff all the time. Okay, so check this out. This is my childhood right now for uh, um, Martin Lawrence. You have Blue Streak. You had Black Knight. Oh, yeah. And National Security. National Security was yeah. great. I, so that's 2003. Um, that's 2001 and 99. This guy was on uh, he was I, Fuego, but I was never out. a Big Mama's fan. Oh so. no, 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 no one liked that. I'm sure that. Joe was. Though, you know, right? funny enough, Big Mama's house. My sis, that was filmed in Old Town Orange. Yeah, I and my that, sister yeah. in her Jeep. You can see her, I guess, in like the the intro uh, first frame. You can see her little blue Jeep driving mm-hmm. by uh, on the street, uh, going in Old Town Orange. But uh, he's also in Nothing to Lose. Oh, dude, that movie is one of my favorites as well. Is that, uh, that Tim that is Robbins? Hilarious. 
Tim Robbins, yes. Yeah. Okay, no. but uh, really quick, just uh, scores. I know we're getting off topic, but that's what we do here. 36% for Blue Streak. That's wrong. 14% for Black Knight. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, that is 11% shit. for National Security. What? Give him 18%, you know? What about Martin? <laughs> Martin? Isn't that a show? Yeah, it was a TV show. Yeah, it was a TV show. Uh, I don't think they did Rotten Tomatoes for UPN. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so those are uh, some. That's just a little dive, and uh, and his highest rated movie is a uh, House Party from uh, 1990, 93. percent Wow, kid and play. But yeah, uh, those are your movies coming out. Shall we get into uh, what we've been watching? Yes. So Andy and I both watched 1917. So we could save that for the end. Yeah, I believe uh, at least not you, spoilers. You did. Well, right? I know I was yeah. gonna say it already. Spoilers happened. to Germans lose the war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But how that's many, all I have, I think. How many um, other things do you have? I have four things on top of that. One I could push to next week, which I will. Okay. I'll just say that. I have one thing, because I'm not going to count the Lifetime flick that I was forced to watch yeah. last night. I don't even know the name of it. So Gone. Okay. Yeah, Paige it. put that on uh, while I was uh, sitting in there. Yeah, but uh, I actually did get around and finally saw the... Aladdin, Ooh. the live action Aladdin. Honestly, it's on Disney Plus now. Yeah, and I, uh, Luke, and I, uh, producer Luke. Sorry for those of you I didn't mean to say Luke. That probably confused people. Producer yeah. Luke, not Skywalker. Yeah, we uh, watched it Friday night, I believe, and uh, I honestly enjoyed it. I uh, I enjoyed like kind of like more so how they did the how it was like the story of the genies on the boat with his family, but it's like and he's telling the story of what happened, and then you like. Just everything that happens. Because I had forgotten the story of Aladdin. Like, I forgot that he actually was able to free the genie by wishing for his freedom and shit like that. And you forget Jafar is just a weird guy. And uh, I was mesmerized the whole time by Jasmine's dad's beard. thought that was a very cool beard. Sounds interesting. And in the cartoon, he was not a very cool guy. He was a little tiny guy. Yeah, he was a little yeah. fat guy. But in yeah. this, they actually made him look like he's like an Arabian leader. That's cool. And then, uh, yeah, it was good. I mean, How was the Jason Statham cameo? I don't even remember that. No, there wasn't. It was, it was Guy Ritchie, so I just assumed. Oh, okay. He of... actually played the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> Who also did very good. But yeah, that was uh, pretty much that. I, I liked it. I Like I said, I forgot like that I had how kind of the whole story went. So I enjoyed it. Remember he steals the bread and has to give it to a kid? I don't know if that happened in this. Oh, it has to have. It did. It did. Okay. Okay. okay well. <laughs> That's the only part I remember. Street rat. Yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> all right, Andy. What are your uh, other ones? Um, I'm gonna start with Watchmen, and I'm gonna say this: if you have HBO, there's no excuse for you to not watch the Watchmen. Ooh, it's that good. Huh? I, I think it's it's one of the best like one seasons of TV. It's hard to call it like a miniseries, and we don't really know if there's gonna be a season two, but it it basically answers every question. Which is something that I think people are afraid of is that so Damon Lindelof who you know did the show he uh, worked on Lost and then also The Leftovers and people really were upset with Lost because it's all this mystery and all this stuff and then in the end not everything was answered but I think the point of Lost was always about like the characters I think the Lost had this great like framing device where they always had these flashbacks that showed the characters. In the past, yeah, like I hated open that show. ended though, where like obviously each travels with each character brought you to a certain place, but there you have to always listen to the freaking title of the damn show. Yeah, Lost. 
But in this thing, all the little things like what is going on with that, they actually wrap it up or, or bring it back in some way. With saran wrap? Yeah. Pretty good. And it's also, even though this is, um, you know, there's the Watchmen, there's the movie, and people don't remember it was a comic book. You don't really need to know about that. How long is an episode? They're nine hour episodes. Okay, nine so. hours? No, like nine, nine? one hour. Okay, got it. You okay, know, nine, perfect. 50 minutes. So I'm, I'll minute. finish it probably by tonight. Yeah, there you If is. you wanted to. You're saying it's that good because I just started watching season three of Ballers. Yeah. And that's HBO as well. How many seasons of Ballers are there? I think there's five. Oh, boy. I didn't finish any of five. Yeah. I need to find myself um, a new show because I've there's times where I'm well, here. Well, Cats, I'll tell you seasons. what. Next Sunday, Curb Your Enthusiasm is back. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I remember last year saying that was the strongest season ever. I expect the same this and he's year. He's going all out with press and everything. He was on ESPN and all this shit. It's like he's that he show. I mean, you can watch the first season from you know 2002, whatever it is. It's still hilarious today. The cameras oh, no, look I know. shit. Yeah. I mean, hey, Ghost Space Killer, by far the best fucking show. What? what is that on MTV? No. <laughs> what is a rapper? Ghostface Killer. Ghostface Killer is a rapper in Curb Your Enthusiasm. And oh, <laughs> I thought that was an real. actual show. It's honestly one of the funniest, funniest episodes. Which one ever. is that? I think it's like in season three, and it's the it's one of the black guys, and his nickname or name is Ghostface Killer. You're embarrassing yourself, Joe. Is it? You know Ghostface Killer. Killer. God damn it. Joe. Yeah, that's what it is. Ghostface Killer. <laughs> But then he gets mad at him and he's like yelling at Larry David. And all of a sudden he's like, listen, he's like, no, 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 you call me Ghostface Killer. And he's like, okay, Mr. Ghostface Killer. Or you can kill him, call him Iron Man. Okay. Either way, continue. The real guy. Um, yeah, back to the Watchmen. Uh, <laughs> so this is a, a, a score by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, who they've been very prolific. I think it's the best work that they've ever done. Not the best work that Trent Reznor's ever done. So it's like heavy nails. rock? No, it's a bunch of different stuff. There's... There's an amazing like acoustic careless whisper in it, just Ooh. stuff like that, like different like songs you, you know like covers but in different styles. Uh-huh. Um, the main theme is almost like John Carpenter horror-ish, and it's huh. just it's really good stuff. It's not just the same Trent Reznor score. Okay, um, so it's just really cool and just a lot of different like little things in it that's just like a lot of great acting. Uh, Don Johnson's in it. Uh, Regina King's the main character, and she was great in The Leftovers and other things. Um, uh, what's his name? What? Jeremy Irons. Amazing. Alfred. Close? Yeah. What? <laughs> Irons uh, but just cool, like, cool twists good, and Jeff. stuff that's, that's definitely earned. And All a right. lot of cool like episodes that stand alone. But like I said, like they'll go into like the past and kind of show the history of this character. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wow. Like that stands alone. Like it's a great story by itself. So I was just really impressed by that. It's mm, probably very good. The fa- my favorite thing I've watched on HBO in at least a few years. Wow. Because of Game of Thrones, you know. Yeah. And and what's the... the Westworld. Yeah, as I say, Westworld season two was weird. And, it's coming know, back... Uh, coming back sooner than I thought. A couple March. weeks or a couple, uh, like couple months. Westworld. Yeah, something end of like March that. or something. Um, also, I watched Marriage Story, which we brought up. Uh, those acting nominations are absolutely worth it. Also, I think Randy Newman was nominated for Best Score. Um, I didn't know Randy Newman was the composer of the movie, and I'm watching it. Was like, you got a friend in me? It's like this? this is some Toy Story shit here, and then I, at the end, it's like music by Randy Newman, and it's like it does sound like a Pixar movie, but it's you got a friend. It's, it's me. great. It's 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 really great, but that movie is it's a rough movie. It it's it shouldn't be called Marriage Story; it should be called Divorce Story because it's it starts where they're already getting a divorce. Yeah, but who watches a movie called Divorce? I don't know. Story? Well, if you, if it's nominated for Oscars, you'll watch it. So. It's also this is on Netflix. So this is available now to like pretty much everyone. So it's it's you should watch it if you have time, just for Adam Driver. 
just to see his performance because he's he's one of my favorites. He's great. Does he sound the same as? Yes. Yeah. Very... I don't think he can act. He can act. He just well, I mean, he's he not can't, changing like, his voice. He can't do anything to his voice. Kind of like Adam Sandler. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. What else you got? Um, the other thing, uh, Long Shot, Seth Rogen. I saw that. That's that's really good. Like, I, it's different. I not. There hasn't been a lot of Seth Rogen over the years. I thought it was dumb, and this isn't spoilers. This is an old movie now. Uh, he does drugs. Oh, it's Seth Rogen. He's, yeah, you're gonna. He's yeah. He's you're always so straight. Um, he gets her to take drugs. She's a governor or a secretary, secretary of, state. of state. Exactly. She's not gonna fucking take drugs. That's stupid. I'd hope that Hillary Clinton was on drugs some some of the time. Yeah, yeah that was a little out there, especially when it's like, oh, she's on drugs. Oh, you got to get called to the White House. And it's like, oh, come on. Yeah. If you were going to take drugs, you're like, okay, I'm off the clock. Uh-huh. I'm going to have my assistant handle things for the next so six hours. So that part I just kind of killed it for me. I was like, eh. Uh, I really this enjoyed... is too Seth Rogen for me. Yeah. But I, I, I enjoyed Seth Rogen. Just, he's just nice. I like when he plays, like, mm, I don't want to say nice guys. That doesn't... But, like, just kind of like people you like. Normal person. Yeah. When he's playing himself. But when he's... Where it's like, oh, I'm rooting for him. He's fun, even if he's not perfect. You don't like so. Del Denton? Yeah, there's. He's not a great character. I don't think he's kind of <clears throat> got problems, but I, I like when he's more friendly. I don't know. And then Ice Cube's son was his friend. He was pretty. Yeah, good. a lot, a lot of little side characters I liked. Um, Other than that part, like I just, I, I enjoyed it enough. Yeah, I didn't hate it by any means, but I thought that part was stupid. I, liked, I don't think she would have done that. I like Bob Odenkirk as the president. Yeah, I love that. And then I'll, he needs to be in more things. The rich guy who's like an older, you know, British rich guy. I'm like, is that Andy Circus? And it was the, the it, he was in weird makeup and different in a wig and he everything. And really, I was like. And who's Andy gross. Circus again? He's Gollum in Lord of the Rings and a bunch of other stuff. I don't know what that stuff. means. Who else? Uh, I don't know. He's been in other things. We talked about him for I know, something he's, recently. He's been in a lot of things. He's, circus spelled weird, too. Yeah. Okay, because, yeah, I was. I remember thinking to myself, like, who the fuck is this supposed to be? I was yeah. like, is this someone famous? Okay. Well. Oh, that little guy. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I like that. Uh, Clan of the Apes. Yeah. I like that uh, Seth Rogen... Was in something because it seems like he just doesn't do much. Like I was looking, he's been in some dramas, and it's just like there hasn't been one of those like, oh, that's a Seth Rogen comedy since I think the what is it even called, the end of the world movie. Uh, uh, this is the end. Yeah, I think that's the last time he did just like a straight up. He wrote a comedy. And, him and Franco. I mean, him and Danny McBride scene, or Danny McBride and James Franco scene in that. Yeah, is I heard them. They like cameo most of that scene too. I'm sure they must have. Yeah, I think I don't know how they. There's got to be good. Uh, I mean, everyone in that movie is literally playing themselves. Yeah, there's got to be good behind the scenes stuff. How they did all that? Because he's actually good friends with a lot of those guys in real life, right? Right, the the Canadian yeah, guy. I mean, they did other movies and stuff. Yeah. I thought like Seth Rogen and that Canadian guy that were actually like good pals. Yeah, they're guy. both from Canada, and they're both in yeah. that uh, undeclared show on Fox. From, don't like, you know? Early, early two thousands. Cool. So yeah, they must have been known each other for twenty years, at least. Yeah, so we're ready for 1917 then? Oh, yeah. So, Yeah, I saw this on Sunday, and I thought it was great. I thought it was not the most violent movie. I had no idea what to expect going into this. Obviously, he's going to find the other, uh, you know, battalion or whatever, and, uh, you know, halt them from invading or storming, if you will. And... uh, 
I just loved like how gnarly it was, how real it was. Of, yeah. I mean, this is 1917. They're not even wearing fucking gloves while they're going out there. He puts his hand into a, a, a open wound on a dead body on accident. It was something I don't really like. I'm not like someone who yells at the screen. I well, audibly... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. In a movie. <laughs> who yells at the screen? <laughs> what screen yeah, are you right. talking about, Andy? And I'm white. You know, people are very like reactive to something in a movie. In yeah, sports, I'm Play a video yeah. game? Yeah. I'm saying... Sports and video games are different, but okay. this this one I was like, I actually I said out loud, saying, though, "Oh like, no!" Like, Malibu's most wanted <laughs> bitch. He gonna kill you. Yeah, that's something. I'm not like that. And no, I know, I know. I, I out loud and said, "Oh no!" during that part. So really quick, just so you understand, like he didn't just put his hand on in a dead body. Uh, right before that, they're getting out of their base to go, uh, basically behind enemy lines uh, to go, you know, start their journey. He gets his hand caught in barbed wire and has a gash yeah. in his hand and he's just bleeding and he's walking. And then he puts that hand into a hole in a body that rats are crawling in and out of. Also like infections is what we're exactly. thinking. Exactly. Very disgusting. It's like, my God, like we're such pussies these days, like compared to what but, these people endured. Oh, yeah. And but what you're talking about, too, like with people that do like yell at the movie, like I haven't really I only once really witnessed that in the theaters. And I think it was the st- uh, watching Star Trek, which is crazy. <laughs> and it was uh, Joe gets up to take a whiz with, in the studio with uh, with Carter. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, the lady the whole time just kept talking like what was going to happen, and like oh no, and I'm just thinking to myself like it's fucking Star Trek, like stop. <laughs> but it was it was annoying. But I wasn't the only person. I think everyone at least had a groan during that part. Yeah, that it was, so... was groan worthy. Um, yeah, but that's I loved the cinematography. I think I've said this three times now. Um, right after that, when they're going around that little pond, and the camera just continues and goes straight over it, I thought that was so cool. Yeah. So uh, just to give some of you, you know, some background on this, it's very simple plot. Basically, yeah, these two soldiers are told to run to these other soldiers who are about to plan the an attack. telephone that, lines have been cut. Yeah, it's 1917, for Pete's sake. I'm surprised they even had telephones. Yeah, there's going to be an ambush, so if you guys get there in time, you'll save a thousand lives or something. 1,600. Okay, it's still very it's still very kind of low stakes in the grand scheme of things. But one of them's his brother. Yeah. So it's a very personal story, who but it's also... wasn't he in fucking Game of Thrones? Yeah, it was Richard Madden. So. Yeah. Um, but also, the movie is... Done like a one shot, kind of like Birdman. Yeah, I also thought that was exceptional. And they, it's come a long way that technique since Birdman. So it, stuff where it's like, if they're following the characters and they go past a tree, and then, the, and then you see the characters again. Well, it's like, well, there's probably a cut in there, and then they just start the camera again at the tree and so. so but it's very, it's very hard to to really see that. But also some amazing work to get some of those shots where yeah, you say like, we're swinging around and stuff like that. It was um, the one in, where he's in a river. And it's like, oh yeah, that was revenant uh, shit. Yeah, but I, I think like the fa- my favorite thing visual of that was the uh, like at night where he he's in that like church and comes out and there's like the bombs dropping and it's, and it's lighting up the ruins while he's running and it's just like oh my god it was like, it was so well done yeah. I mean it would surprise me if this doesn't just dominate you know maybe next to the Joker uh, getting yeah like it's not gonna win best writing because it's really there's not no, much there the dialogue's very minimal and even uh, though the acting is good it's it's light I mean, a lot of the times he's by himself yeah and and I like the I like how they did like cameos where the, the two leads are kind of unknowns 
And yeah, then but then you have of, you have the praying mantis. Yeah, so you have little cameos: Colin Firth, Benedict Cumberbatch, Mark Strong. It's like they just pop in for two minutes or something, and they and they they nail their roles and move on. But I mean, uh, Sam Mendes killed it. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, absolutely engaging. Like just because there's no there's no there's no pause. It just keeps going. And then I just love the realism too of you know just scattered. Dead bodies, dead horses, yeah. dead dogs, like just all over the place. Just total destruction because and then the shells everywhere on the German yeah. side. Oh I, my I definitely God. saw that dead dog. I'm like, oh it's Bowser. Yeah. Um a hell of a movie. You know what I'd say this has kind of reminded me of? It was Behind Enemy Lines on Steroids. Yeah. Remember that movie? With Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, Gene Hackman. Uh, I mean, on steroids, t- tenfold. Um, but and then at the end, and it's in the trailer where he's just running through the bombs and all the people running. Yeah. He's like, "Fuck this! Like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm almost here. I'm not going to stop now." And so he just books it. Did you know that when he ran into the person, that, that wasn't was, credit, that was supposed to happen? Wasn't supposed to happen. Which person? Because one person, I think he runs into twice. But when he when he knocks like one person out, totally down, and they never get up. Yeah, I was like, "Are they dead?" That person didn't know what to do because they weren't supposed to get knocked down. <laughs> So just okay, because I was thinking, I was like, I watched this on a humongatron. Yeah. I was like, that fucking guy fell. Why the fuck did he get up? Is he dead? Yeah. He got shot and ran into him. Like, <laughs> so I actually uh, is that it for 1917? Yeah. So I, if you guys are curious at all, I actually did look up on uh, one of these websites about uh, some odds for the Oscars. If that Hell makes yeah. you curious at all, yeah. So I'll start with uh, there's. It's basically like the main ones. So, odds to win Best Supporting Actor, Brad Pitt is a pretty solid favorite at minus 700. So, it looks like that's going to be his, with Joe Pesci actually being second at plus 600. Yeah. So, that's a little exciting. I had so much time off for him. And then, uh, Best Supporting Actress, Laura Dern again, minus 700. She won the other awards, so it makes sense. And then the next closest is Florence Pug? Who? I didn't even mention when I talked about Marriage Story that the... uh, Laura Dern is one of the divorce lawyers, and then also Ray Liotta is one of the divorce lawyers, like the other side. Oh, I like seeing They're him both the great, so that's... You, you haven't seen Ray Liotta in shit in a while, I feel yeah, like. He doesn't do a lot, yeah. And then uh, then we've got odds to win Best Actress, Renee Zellweger, a big favorite at minus 800. Okay. And uh, with Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story behind her, six and a half to one. And then odds to win Best Actor, Joaquin Phoenix, minus 1,000. Wow. And for those of you that are listening to this that don't understand the minus part, that is with the minus and then behind it, the bigger the number, the bigger of a favorite they are. So like minus a thousand means you would have to bet a thousand dollars on Joaquin Phoenix to profit a hundred. Because I know this isn't our sports podcast, so we might not be getting yeah. People. That's insane. But then uh, and then you have Adam Driver six to one for Marriage Story. So Marriage Story seems to be in second in all these except for being in first and the other yeah. one. And then odds to win Best Director, this is when things get a little closer. Sam Mendes for 1917 at minus 120. So just a slight favorite over... I think he'll win it. Bong Joon-ho for Parasite at plus 170. And then... That's crazy. Quentin Tarantino, 6.5 to 1. And then Scorsese, 8 to 1. And then Todd Phillips is 20 to 1. Literally, everyone has seen all of those movies minus Parasite. So then... Like just the general public. The final one is obviously our uh, Best Picture... So really quickly, who do you guys think is the favorite? Since the big picture is like, you know, the big I'd shebang. say it's either Joker or 1917, and I'll probably say it's Joker. Okay, Andy? I think 1917 followed by Irishman. Okay. 
Joe, do you want to take a stab at it? Okay. <laughs> Joe's uh, gone. He turned his mic off. So I'll tell you guys where your guys' picks are. Sean, the Joker, believe it or not, is seven and a half to one. I love a long shot. In fourth place. Andy, the Irishman, is in fifth at 14 to one. Andy Nin- made a weird face, And here's guys. the other thing. 1917, second at two to one. Marriage so par- story? Are you fucking kidding me? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What? No. Is the no, favorite on this. No. No. At plus 150. So no. very slight favorite. And yeah, Andy, Parasite is third at four to one. All right. I don't so, know what to believe. Marriage now. What, story? Where are you, where, what side is this? Uh, this is Bovada. Which is the... They're Russian. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. More of a Russian, public... But, yeah. I don't like, know where it's Bovada's from. is more of like a public type site. I mean, a lot of... Not every site... It's probably officially located in the island somewhere, right? Oh, yeah. Not... Not every site, like, uh, gives off odds, but this is a very like popular like public site. I'm huh. surprised. I think from even though I just you just talked about 1917, well, I think it's great. I would still put The Irishman ahead of it. Ah, uh, for best picture, but. probably. I guess. Yeah, I kind of forgot about yeah. that. Honestly, I just don't like that Netflix is in this anymore. I don't like it. Yeah, it's, it's they strange. make so much shit. Yeah, that a couple of good movies. I still don't want them to be a real thing. Yeah, the um, uh, David Fincher's next movie is on Netflix. Netflix, yeah, he yeah. has a deal with him, doesn't he? Yeah, that's strange to me. That's another. That's probably going to be an Oscar contender. So. It's, it's so bizarre how the world is changing. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what: if Parasite wins Best Picture, <laughs> are we going to watch gonna, it? We got to watch it. Hollywood uh, is going to be in Korea. <laughs> I'm saying this. This is, makes sense. This guy's made other stuff that people have liked, so it kind of makes sense that that train movie sounded dumb. It's dumb, but it's it sounded like some 1984 shit or something. Yeah, it's yeah. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at another site too, and it's the same order. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 1917. Wow. Parasite, Joker, Irishman, Marriage Story, Jojo Rabbit, Little Woman, and then Ford vs Ferrari at the bottom. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that'll win. You know um, what? I think. Tarantino movies never won Best Picture. He's well, won. He's do you won think Oscars because but... it's such this big homage to old Hollywood that yeah, they just love it. I don't know. And those things can change in two weeks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is very early. I mean, when is it? In a week and a half. February. Or so? uh, some is it? I thought it was like January twenty sixth or something. It's in February, but like first week or something. I thought uh, we looked that up last week and said like January. Yeah, was, Andy thought it was like June. It's February 9th. Yeah, like I said, uh, after the Super Bowl. So yeah, we're still a little over a month. I mean, anyone that knows anything about gambling is odds change. I mean, I just think it's so impressive that you can even bet on this stuff because of the fact that yeah, you, you uh, could work for that accounting firm and yeah, know. But that's why a lot of these offshore sites will limit you. Like you'll only be able to bet like a hundred bucks or something like that or whatever. Like they're not or like two hundred. Like they're not going to let you be able to drop like five grand on some because then they're going to be like, okay, this motherfucker knows something. But it's always funny, these little prop bets they have, too, which is so funny to think that there's prop bets for the Oscars because one of them was like, will Brad Pitt hug Jennifer Aniston on, like, on camera or will Brad Pitt bring a <laughs> what? date? Who, what's going to get thanked first, which right now the favorite is, or like not thanked, but like talked about first. And one of the favorites is like the wildfires in Australia or something. But oh, they're yeah. going to thank the wildfires? But, no, I mean, not, yeah. I didn't mean thank, like <laughs> mention. But also, this is like a week, I mean, a month away. It's yeah, like, there's going to be a new disaster. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. I mean, those fires will still be going, but yeah. yeah. They're going to thank President Mike Pence or something. Ooh, President Mike Pence. For the fires? For what? February. I'm making a prediction. There'd be a different president. Oh, wow. That's a bold proclamation, Andy. But uh, yeah. 
Uh, this will be an exciting uh, one to come back to and just see who won. Yeah. Maybe we'll get more in depth, like maybe like the podcast of the week going into I, it. We'll I don't actually think like... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's worthy of it. I think it was so lacking hey, in but the I'll tell you one thing. Tarantino dialogue. I remember a couple years ago when it, was, when it wasn't like a clear-cut favorite, when it was the Moonlight and uh, the SeaWorld one or whatever the fish was underwater. Moonlight was against... La La Land, because that was that's the, right. That was the one where they said the wrong one. So whatever one was the controversial one, I remember mm-hmm. that was two of them that were really close. I remember thinking to myself, like I'd go with the second favorite because I feel like in those situations, it's like yeah, why not? They win. So honestly, I would still say like 1917, probably. If I was gonna. I think that's definitely this. top three. I'd say 1917, Joker, and Irishman. Yeah, I just feel like Joker won't win Best Picture, but it definitely obviously either, deserves but... Best Actor, which he is a long shot, so I can't wait to see how weird he is on stage when he wins. But I mean, yeah, long shot to lose. I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. A big favorite, I mean. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, will he even go? What? Will he even go? Who? Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Has he ever won an Oscar? Yeah, he's won twice. Why wouldn't he go? Because he's weird and doesn't like awards. He was at the his, his speech at the Golden Globes was kind of crazy. Well, also they bleeped he was, him a couple times. Yeah. He was just on sixty minutes, also, and he is he is a strange guy. He talked about his brother on there. I saw. I yeah. didn't. I saw the article. I didn't read it. Yeah, they talked about it. He, basically, the article was like his brother said that he is a better actor than him. Joe, his dead brother said yes when they're kids. Young Indiana Jones was like, yeah, he can be better than me someday. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, do we ask Joe what he's been watching? No, I think I he left I mean, a long he, time yeah, ago. He's fine. All right, well, I think that'll pretty much wrap us up for episode 153 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Tony Katz. Yes, we did. And off-road award season Andy. Yeah, bye. And Wrecking Ball. (laughs) Closing us out there. All right, we'll see you later.